Swallows of the South is a proud member of the RPG Academy Network. Hello, and welcome to Swallows of the South. I'm Quinn Wilson, storyteller. I wanted to start this week by thanking all of the wonderful people that I met at Gen Con. It was a pleasure to meet all of you and get some time to speak with you. It's really, really lovely to see so many wonderful people, and I look forward to next year. If you're looking for another con that you might be able to find me at, look forward to Akatacon in November, the convention hosted by the RPG Academy, so look forward to that. On top of that, I wanted to let listeners know that if they were interested in hearing more content that involved me and Chanel, that you should listen to the Orpheus Protocol podcast. We both did a recent spot on that show in an off-season series of episodes called Out of Time, and I highly recommend you go listen. If you enjoy Orpheus Protocol, don't forget to leave a 5-star rating and review on iTunes. The show is well-deserving of your attention. With all that out of the way, let's get into it. In the time of myth, when gods and mortals walked creation together, Rizzo, Ariston, and Godwin arrived at the seat of power for the folk. As they began to engage Artlock and Tamorbital in conversation, what would they discover? What was Rizzo's brother Kidu doing here? Just how much sense could they make of this whole mess anyway? Was anyone going to set them right? Kidu? Um, yeah. This was supposed to be under control by the time we... By the time we met? I I didn't think that we were ever going to meet. I wasn't going to leave and never come back. I mean, that's what the family all thought. Oh... Um, we didn't know where you went. We just assumed you didn't want to be with us anymore. I didn't really know where I was going either, to be honest. But of course I wanted to be with you guys. I just had to sort myself out first. I mean, you could have told us that before you left instead of thinking that you weren't ever going to come back. We thought that we hoped that you were okay. I'm happy to see you, but I feel like I feel like our parents need to know. That you're at least okay, you never wrote. It's kind of hard to get messages down from up here. Uh, As soon as I get a handle on these things. And he sort of waves his ursine arms about. I'd like to come back and talk to everyone, but until then. You know, they're not going to care what you look like. It's not just about what I look like, though. It's It's about becoming who I need to be. What does that mean? I want to be a hero, like Otlock and Tamorbatar. They do good things. They can show me. They know how to keep this under control. What is this? It's kind of hard to explain. Um, if you'd like, I could step in and clarify some things. Is that a question to me? That's to to the room, yes. Uh, yeah, I would definitely like some clarification. All right. So... How much do you know about the Exalted, or the Anathema, however you hear people talk about them? Quite a lot. Yep. Okay. We are them. Whoa! But how the bear arms... Are you becoming a bear? Are you... That's sort of what we do. What we've read about Anathema doesn't involve animal arms. Interesting. A lot of people spread stories about skin-stealing or shape-changing anathema. What they don't know is that those people were chosen by Luna herself. Her chosen, her elect. We didn't make any pacts with demons or 
anything silly like that. But as Luna changes, so too can we. Wait, so why don't you have bare arms? Well, a bear isn't exactly my totem, and I can control it. So you turn into a, an animal? Look at how I'm dressed, and take a wild guess at what you think I am. So Godwin can go ahead and make an intelligence plus survival roll at a difficulty of three. Three successes. So Tamorbatar has thin features. His hair is two-toned black and white, and he is largely wearing black and white robes with occasional red accenting. A lot of this seems to be specifically evocative of cranes. A panda! No, I'm kidding, a crane. Yeah, not too far off there. And he lifts his hand up and stretches it out, and by the time he finishes doing a flourish motion with his hand, his arm and the silk of the robe attached to him is a crane's wing, which he then folds into his chest and turns back into a human hand. So are the anathema more common here? I mean, there's three of you? I, I thought they were rare. We are rare. There's also the bull up around here. Granted, uh, she's of a different sort. What's What sort of different? Based on the conversations that we had while we were amicable, she was chosen by the sun. Wait, the bull's a woman? Yeah. How, um, how have your guys' interactions been with her? At this point, Otlock speaks up. She's been a real pain in the ass. I mean, when she wants to work with you, it's easy. Things go really, really smooth, but the second she changes her mind, she is a thorn in our collective paws. Look, I have a question here. Why, then, if there are three of you and one of her, have you not just done an anathema showdown between the Tiger Folk and the Ice Walkers? I mean, you'd win, right? There's more of you. A lot of people would die, first and foremost. I don't know about you, but we generally try to be... Good people. See, but a lot of people are dying now. There are pillars of heads in the in the cities. Yeah, she's a monster. That doesn't mean that more people wouldn't die if we just went and slammed ourselves together, not to mention that some of us, if not all of us, including the bull, might die. And we have a responsibility to these people. We aren't here just kicking around for no reason and they're just gonna up and walk away when we find it's convenient. We've staked our lives here. Do you, are you guys working toward any kind of plan or anything, or are you just... No, we just decided that establishing a sort of loose alliance ship between the Taiga Folk people would be a good idea for fun. Well, it's pretty interesting that we've done a lot of work since we got here, and we've been here for only a few days, and I still see, you know, some skulls and people being murdered. I thought that's a lot of shade you're throwing. This conflict has been building for a long time, and we've been doing what we can to de-escalate it. And a lot of that comes down to trying to foster an attitude of self-reliance. If people can take care of themselves, and are well-established, and feel kindly toward their neighbors, things can kind of run themselves smoothly. We'll only need to intervene when things get really bad. So... You're actively working towards having the Taiga folk and the Ice Walkers live amicably among each other because they definitely are not acting like they've gravitated anywhere near towards the possibility of that kind of peace. Yeah, that's because a war happened here 
a scant few years ago, destabilized the entire region, not to mention that the thing that immediately preceded that was the most charismatic war leader in generations, rising up, bringing people together under a war banner, and now that the war is over, they don't know how not to fight. You don't exactly fix that one overnight. You've had a little while, right? Look, you do. Um, with all due respect, they've got influence over the Taiga folk, and they're doing what they can there. They don't have a lot of pull with the Ice Walkers. I think you both are being a bit harsh right now, especially this is not what we're here for. Not here to judge what other people's plans. We haven't handled everything perfectly. Just because we do things quicker doesn't mean it's any better. Mm-hmm. We have a responsibility too. Something that's a lot bigger than battles and one exalted being tyrant against others, but something that could end everything. We need information if we can complete our task. Since you are the river people and you're very close to them, have you heard them say anything about a temple of war? With all due respect, you just kind of turned that thing around pretty fast. I mean, you guys seem to have a plan and everything. Ariston made a point. I'm not going to criticize. I'm going to leave you guys to it. Amongst the Taiga folk, there are many temples, and some of them believe in and worship, and some of them pay deference to more bellicose beings, certainly. But is there one for the god of war? Which god of war? The northern Mars. god of war? Oh, oh. Yeah, that's a situation. Elaborate. Um, that's kind of where the core of this conflict with the bull is centered. We kind of worry, or we think that it might be that whoever can secure that place is going to be the person who secures a firm grip on the region. And the bull's there now? Well, we're both kind of there, but kind of not. Is it possible for us to, uh, pay it a visit, hang out, and, uh, bounce? Because we're just, we're just here <laughs> paying a visit. If that was possible, we would have done that a long time ago. We would have been in and out so fast. So what's the problem then? Just, just some mice walkers in the way? I feel like I'm missing the point here. I just don't understand how this is too much for three anathema. If you'd like, I could start from the beginning. Mm-hmm. The very beginning. This is going to take me a while. Do you know how long we've been here in the region? No. No. 600 years. And you specifically, or your people? Myself and Atlock, obviously. Kidu's young. Okay, so you're, you're old. Somewhat. I mean, not really for our kind. But we moved here shortly after we married. So am I gonna be that old? Um, if you're lucky and you, you know, don't piss people off who might kill you. Both of you, we need to pay attention right now. Stop whispering. Am I gonna be old, Ariston? Pay attention to the story. <laughs> In those days... The Ice Walkers and Taiga Folk looked rather different than they do right now. The Taiga Folk lived in small settlements, clustered even farther back, nuzzled more safely within the trees, and the Ice Walkers roamed across the ice as they do in their nomadic patterns, taking more than creating anything. We stepped in and started helping reduce the frequency of raids. We stepped into villages and helped. It was easier to do that out here than closer to the realm's holdings because 
their eye is less watchful. We can openly be who we are here. We spent some time, when we were younger, just fighting off the symptoms. The raids. The war parties that the Taiga folk would send out. But we weren't looking at the deeper issues. Over time, we became a little bit more aware of what was moving underneath the surface. People don't have access to some very essential things that they need to live, and they resort to violence to get it. We've spent as much time as we can trying to make people simultaneously self-reliant and stronger together. It was difficult to do that while repairing already ancient rifts between Taiga folk and Icewalker peoples. It was difficult enough to get different bands of Taiga folk and different bands of Icewalkers to work together. He laid the groundwork for people to build themselves together in their communities. Things got messy occasionally. Rakshasa, wandering ghosts, sometimes the realm would come a little too far out, that sort of thing. But we managed to get things stable. People started working together. Populations started rising. Cities started to form, even. But we couldn't necessarily get these disparate groups to work together. Tensions kept rising, and we had to keep intervening as heroes. Maybe we made people too reliant on us when things got too bad. Because when things start going really south, people now expect a shining, shape-changing hero to drop from above and save them from their collective predicament. But then a different kind of hero was born, and things got messy. She started doing what we didn't have the understanding to do for a long time. She rallied the Icewalker peoples. I'm still not sure exactly how she managed that. Maybe it's because she's one of them, and change our faces as much as we might, we can't be. Those animosities were still there, between the Icewalkers and the Taiga folk, but with the realm recently destabilized and clawing for any semblance of power or security that it could, we found that they were at the door. She came to us. We couldn't say no. We'd spent hundreds of years trying to protect people, keep things stable and safe. This looked like an opportunity to get what we had been going for for a long time. And we decimated the realm together. And then when that was gone and done, she didn't see the point in keeping the alliance. Too much bad blood. Too many war parties and raids from both sides gone south. There was no way that she, as a leader of the Ice Walkers, would stoop so low as to form a permanent partnership with the Taiga Folk. So she decided that she would try to rout us. That's where a big problem comes up. She's got this capacity to train people, to make soldiers. We hadn't been interested in making soldiers. Teach people how to hunt? Yeah. How to keep a settlement safe? Sure. But we'd never tried to raise an army before. And, well, the Taiga folk performed well under the Bull's banner. They weren't trained as well as the Ice Walkers. They still aren't. So we can't really face them head-on, especially not someone who's able to take the troops under her command and make them strong enough to kill the dragon-blooded. We're more or less at a stalemate here. Our force as three anathema has been enough to keep things even, given the disparity in training that we're dealing with. But we need something to shift the balance. That's where the temple comes in. So, someone were to take the temple, seize whatever's there... They would have 
<laughs> under the command. Mars? No, no, the bolt of the north. I mean, she wouldn't. She wouldn't have the same kind of power she has now. Maybe. Um, there's a lot of cultural significance to the site, and how do I say this? We think that there might be a way to change the temple's makeup in a significant way, and that would change the tide of the war. Hmm. We've done something along those lines, but we also need to take something from the temple. Can we sidebar? Uh, may we have a moment to ourselves for a second? You have to process everything you just told us. All right. I mean, I wasn't really done, but take your time. Well, we're ready to sidebar, so we're going to take our time. Do we? I, gosh, am I a part of this sidebar? No. No. I've just been sitting here for I know, a long time. Yeah, get the just, fuck out of here, Strikes You're like doing wolf. a good get job. But okay, just the positive, we, positive uh, reinforcement goes a long way. This is... They this, killed a god mammoth, by the way. God hey. damn it. Shoot. This is now something I'm, that now I tried to vouch for you, man, you motherfucker. All right. You guys were being dicks. You're fucking out of the sidebar. Hey, hey. Look at me. You're in it in the first place. Look at me. Look at me, Strikes Like Wolf. No. Look into my eyes. He stalks to the corner of the room and starts <laughs> rifling through a bookshelf. Better fucking stay there. What? 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 I'm going to jam a mammoth tusk so, so he's deeply into He's already the in the corner, Godwin. I don't know what we should do. I don't know what we should reveal. I trust my brother, but I don't know about these other guys. I mean, everything we've heard is the taiga perspective. So we're just going to be real vague, because everyone seems to get real mad when we're vague. But if we reveal too much, we sh- I, don't, I think it could just work against us. I think... But they're like us. They so have your I brother. Think, but we have other people who... You know, my brother hasn't lived with them for 600 years. He's not that old. And I don't know how long he's actually been with them, how long it took him to find them. They could be manipulating him. I think the only manipulator here is the bull. I think so, 100%, I agree. But we're also only hearing it from the taigas. You know, what if the ice walkers feel really differently and they have stories about these two that could shake us to our core? We just don't know 600 years of history. When I see a pyramid of ice walker heads outside of a city then I'll be more inclined to hear their side. But right now, all I see is ice walkers coming in, killing men, women, and children. We killed And making their a God. terrible display. So you feel sympathy for them, for their cruelty? I just feel like we shouldn't pick a side just yet. I feel like we, we need to be objective. Maybe what we can do is tell them that one of us is exalted. That way we still have our privacy, but also garner their trust and, and say that, yeah, we are with you also but we also have things to hide we don't want to you know throw everything we've got out at them mm-hmm. you didn't go into the city godwin you didn't see what was there i didn't it was terrible and it's clouding your judgment ariston are you really gonna lecture me about clouding judgment yeah because i'm trying to be better all right Look, I'm not going to remove my heart and cut it out, all right? You can be the one that tells them that you're exalted, but don't make me and Rizzo reveal ourselves. I Am wasn't I... trying to make you do anything. You, it was it was sounding like any second you were going to tell them. Why would I tell them we were all exalted? I was just going to say that we need something for the temple. That's it. You know, well, you're telling t- them that we've sh- done some workings almost? I... That's advanced. They can put A and B together. We need to be able to relate somehow. Yeah. Or what? 
What do we have? We stopped at this place for nothing. We need information. We can't get information unless we give information. If I need to reveal that I'm exalted, I will. I will respect your decision not to, but I am going to go with what I feel is right. And I feel like if we just sit here and dance around the bush like we have in the past, and I've been called out for that by people less powerful than these three. I think that without revealing that we're exalted and i don't know if that's necessarily a bad thing but i think that we could say that we're looking for the idol but not particularly say why unless it came down to it do they even know about the idol they know the temple is real but the idol that's i think that how he had described what was inside this temple seems like something that would be part of the idol, you know? Like, it's got these properties, it's got something about it that changes people. The last time I dealt with one, because of it, there was this person, you know, who had these powers to kind of manipulate these people, much like the bull, Mm. but in a different way, not so hostile, just kind of, they didn't have their own free will, and he didn't have his own free will, and he didn't know that. But I really think that this kind of seems like symptoms of an idol, you know, someone has power to manipulate because obviously it is, you know, it has some power with it in, in the wrong hands. They could do wrong things and the bull is the wrong hands. And if they're the closest to the temple. Right. Right. But they might not know that it's an idol. They might just know something's in there. And if we go well, and tell them all about the idols, then no, they're going to get smart and think, I, well, we can get other I, idols. I agree. To- I agree. I think that we, that's the part of the information that we don't share about the idol. Do you think these Not three are going to go searching for idols or the bull? Because these three seem like they want to stay where they are. Yeah. I'm just saying we can't go in and trust them right away when we've only met them for 20 minutes. Yeah. I just, just think that we like need to us. give them something if we are going to expect anything from them. But I tell agree. Them exalted. We, we, or we tell them, you know, what we're here for. We're looking for the idol, but we don't need to explain why to a certain degree. I think that, you know, meeting people like Harmonious Accord, we can't really trust people just being powerful, just like us, exalted or anathema. Well, Accord, he's not someone that is worthy of the same judgment. Look, from what I can gather is that if these people see a threat to this settlement that they built up for 600 years, mm-hmm. not a exalted threat a existential universal threat they'll probably want to help prevent it i agree with rizzo we should say what we're looking for and why maybe we don't have to reveal that we're also exalted but we should at least do that i mean it seems like they would be on board to prevent the fall of the sun i don't know i mean seven symphonious chords thinks what he's doing is justice i think what i'm doing is justice and i know how often you've disagreed with that we just don't know enough You can't compare every single situation when it doesn't go your way. You have to look at them individually as much as you can. But then you can't, you know, go blindly into new relationships without having taken account of the other ones we have to learn from our past. I'm not saying that, but we don't have time. We really don't. We don't have time to make mistakes either. Well, I'm just saying move forward with caution. I think it would be fine if we told them we were exalted when the time came. I just say we don't throw everything in at once. I trust my brother, but I don't know enough about these people yet. Your brother might be different. We're too close to the idol to know. 
I just need to get him by himself to really just talk to him, I'm if sure, that's the case. I'm sure he's still faithful to your family. And to I think you. so, deep down. If you would like to speak with him, we'll give you your space. I'll motion for it later. All right. We say what we're looking for and why not we're exalted. Yes. Good. All right. And if we do have to reveal that we're exalted, one at a time. Yes. Sounds good. And sidebar. We didn't mean to interrupt or slow your flow or anything, but we're here for a very specific reason, and a lot of the information that you gave us directly pertained to why we are here, and we really needed to kind of assess the situation that we're in. Fair enough. I can't fault you for wanting to process information. Just advised you to maybe wait till you had all of it, but... Sorry, please tell us the rest. Based on what I've learned from speaking to Kidu, Rizzo, you probably know a thing or two about geomancy, is that correct? Yes. Perfect. So, the Temple of the Unyielding Penitent, which is this temple to Mars, it sits in a domain. Well, a geomantic nexus. The temple is itself a manse, designed to pull the ambient geomantic energy around it and focus it. Most... Well, I guess I should ask this question. How much are you familiar with geomancy, Ariston and Godwin? Relatively familiar. Should we roll for it? Is that a thing? It would probably be intelligence plus occult if you wanted to roll for it. Two successes. Godwin is still an idiot. You do know that one of the principles of geomancy is that essence suffuses creation and as there are the elemental poles across creation air in the north wood in the east water in the west fire in the south and earth at the center of the blessed isle these pockets of geomantic energy tend to pool and collect that essence and that can be used and manipulated in various ways most commonly it will naturally create something called a hearthstone but people will also create manses, which can sometimes generate hearthstones and otherwise affect the geomantic properties of a domain. Well, to Morbitar, I've heard of them. Geomancy. Uh, that, I guess. I know that it's regional, and I know that it's special. I know that it can influence environments and people. Can I step in here to Morbitar? I, I'm excited about this, actually. Go ahead, Kidu. So, um, Rizzo, you know how when Grandpa taught us sorcery, he told us that there was the five elements and that those affect geomancy? Yeah. It turns out that sometimes other elements affect geomancy. The geomantic energy that is pulled up at this temple, that's running through it, it's been difficult because we haven't been able to get there yet. But everything we know about it indicates that it's actually aspected towards Mars. That would make sense. So if one of us is able to get a hold of this place and channel literally the essence of war, it could turn the tide. We actually are here for something very similar. We are looking for an idol that is the idol of war, Temple of Mars. You're looking for an idol of Mars? Yes. Why would that be? Um, a lot of people are looking for it right now, and we're trying to get it before it goes into the wrong hands. Well, excuse me if I ask you to also start at the beginning. That's a pretty vague answer. Usually people are all going after something because there's something about it that makes that thing desirable. Well, that's the thing. It comes with power. These people want power. And they're not very good people. We've seen them. I've seen them dated one. And they are not good people. 
They want it for power and they want to collect all of them. I believe that we get there before they do, and obviously it's still here, that the less they have, the better. So I'm going to ask you a question and then I might make a roll based on your answer to that question. Are you intentionally obfuscating anything here in regards to effects that the idols have on the regions that they're in? Um, Like, are you intentionally withholding information here? Yeah. Okay. I I don't want to give them start from the beginning again because I don't know who they are and I'm definitely wouldn't just share that all willy-nilly since we haven't in the past. And although these people are powerful, it doesn't make them any different from the others. Absolutely. I just wanted to be sure before I had him roll a read intentions to see if you were deceiving him, Mm -hmm. which he's going to do right now. Yeah. Tamorbatar runs a thin finger through his hair and twists it. He looks Rizzo up and down and sighs a little bit. An interesting story, but I have to wonder if maybe there isn't a little bit more. And he's going to read your intentions, and he is going to use magic to bolster his pool. So he's going to be rolling 16 dice. Your guile score right now is 4. Would you like to spend any motes to bolster it? Yes. My guile score is now 6. Perfect. So he got 3 successes. I can't say that I'm not curious, but... I'll take you at your word for now. This thing is dangerous, and dangerous people want to get a hold of it. You want to keep it out of their hands. When the time comes, if need be, I'll share more, but I feel like it's not that important to get to that point. It doesn't have any immediate threat. If you say so. That does raise concern, however, this you looking for an idol of Mars at a temple of Mars that is currently being fought over, and that both parties in this war have struggled to seize this location. Most idols are important, yes. We don't want the location, we just want the idol in the temple. Take it, go, and you can continue fighting over the temple. It's not hard to get there because there's a lot of us. It's hard to get there because it's hard to get there. We'll get there, take it, leave, and you can keep doing what you're doing. All right, I guess roll charisma plus presence. Two successes. If you did get there and you were to mess with things, that presents an existential threat to 600 years of hard work. You do understand that, yes? I mean, I get the gist of it. I'm curious. You say that, you know, possibly taking the idol would pose a threat to 600 years of, you know, you guys working here. But didn't the war do that? You're not wrong, Rizzo. I'm still learning about the temple. I'm new to this, and once I've got control of this, they say that they'll tell me the whole story once I'm ready to be a hero. But I get the sense that there's a lot going on here that nobody really understands. Look, it's like this. The war pushed the balance. Like someone, um, flicking a top. And it's gonna fall sooner or later. But this, messing with the idol, potentially destabilizing the temple, it's like flipping the damn table that the top is spinning on. Yeah, most idols are in their spots for particular reasons, or not not exactly particular reasons. Look, um, I think, I, sorry to interrupt, Rizzo, mm-hmm. but I think the point that you're missing is that somebody else is gonna take it anyway. 
We may flip the table, but somebody else wants to set the table on fire. Yeah, it's true. I don't think you understand what I'm saying. Maybe I don't. It's very hard to get there. Would you like to elaborate, like, how it's hard to get there? Is it, is it like, cold storms? Are, you know, are there people waiting at every turn? Is it a mental state you need to be in? In the middle of a volcano, maybe? A little bit of all of that, if I'm going to be perfectly honest. Not exactly in the middle of a volcano, but close enough. Mm -hmm. All right. The essence that suffuses the ground there changes you. It changes your mind. It changes the wildlife that exists around it. To reach the temple of the unyielding penitent is to overcome the essence of battles itself in all of its forms. So it makes you more inclined to fight within your group? For some, yes, but you must battle the earth and the climate. You must battle your fears, your anxieties, your flaws. You must battle literally and physically, spiritually, metaphorically. This definitely sounds like an idol. Sounds like. It's going to be really hard, especially because, as a group, we've only newly been able to work together productively. But we're going to have to do it regardless of whether or not it's easy or hard, so we might as well just stop overthinking it and go on and do it. Both of you we're not going to not do it. We have to, be, we, have to, we have to be prepared. We just can't march in there in the wrong state of mind. I mean, we've all been in bad states of mind, and we know where that's gotten us. Mm-hmm. Especially if this thing is going to mess with you. I think both of you have a point. We all, and including people who will be coming along who we don't normally work with, it's going to be difficult, but we we need to do it. Like you said, there's no time. We, we can't wait. It seems like, as Strikes Like Wolf said, that we did kill their totem, the mammoth. They could strike. And I think that things are being set in motion and... We don't have time to wait. Yeah, we're going to have to have a conversation with him about that, by the way. Because we asked him to put a raid on. This totem-killing thing? Not good. Yeah, he gave us two options to either raid and kill the villagers from the other side or kill the totem. Well, are you going to sell me out like that? Come on, guys. You actually did I thought this. I was your friend. You actually did this You first. told your friend. You just I will out. shove that tusk up. Your nose. You're our friend, but you... So far up. You have to be honest. Fine, yeah, kind of gave them two options, okay? I knew that they would get the same thing done either way. So who cares? I, did, I didn't know you were so worried about making the Ice Walkers hippie anyway. We'll deal with you later, okay? Stay in your corner. Just stay in your corner. Here's my important question, all right? If you care so much about the well-being of the people, why is this asshat leading an entire area? That's what I thought. Leadership Mm. is a quality that is difficult to distill, especially in times of turmoil. The River Rock people gave well to the joint effort between the Ice Walkers and the Taiga Folk, and they lost greatly for that. So all that was left was this bumbling buffoon? He is well respected amongst his peers. As much as he might lie and be inclined to needless deception, he has a sense for the hearts and souls of the taiga folk. We are starting to see, however, that 
that insight might be poorly put to use. Suffice it to say that his position is going to be rethought. And Otlock actually puts her hand on the table, and then there is almost a an imperceptible snapping, and the plate that sits in front of her cracks open and falls. Um, Rizzo and Godwin and Ariston, I think that we all want the same thing at the end of the day, right? Yeah, we do. I I agree. I think that our quest here was also for a reason, and everything happens for a reason. I believe that we were coming here at the time that we are for a reason. So, if what we want is to be heroes, then why pit ourselves against each other? I, I'm a little scared, Rizzo. I don't... I don't think that we were pitting ourselves against each other. I Well, we were kind of not being that friendly at the beginning. Well, I was just questioning, you know, if you're here for 600 years, I just wanted to know what you guys were doing. No, I understand that. I had a lot of questions, too, and there was a lot of things that happened. But if what we want to do is be heroes, then why don't we try to find some common ground on a way to make that happen? I mean... We'll help you in any way we can, and you know why we're here. We haven't been here with the community as long as you guys have, so I think that since you guys have a plan and know what's best, we will help in any way we can, but just know that before we leave, we are taking the idol. Go ahead and roll Charisma plus Socialize. I'm going to treat this as a persuade action. One success. How about you give us some time to think on that? I think that we can agree that our aims are nearly aligned, but that crucial step at the end accounts for a lot. Agreed. Just keep in mind, it will be taken sooner or later. That is a guarantee. You just have the choice of who takes it. We can try to do it as gently as we can. I can assure you that the other people that are coming are going to have no interest in doing it in a way that is diplomatic or that seems like it gives a shit about the Ice Walkers or the Taiga. They will destroy everything, take it, and leave. I could rather say the same thing about the bull. I understand the stakes. Imagine three bull. Three very angry, raging bulls. Thank you for visiting us, and thank you for shedding light on strikes like wolf's inadequacies. Um, it'd be nice if I could get a minute to talk to you in private. I feel like there's a lot that's still not clear. Yeah, um, there's a lot of catching up to do. Yeah, there's a lot of this lunar thing I need to explain to you, I think, why I need to stay here before I go back. Mm-hmm. I don't have to be like this with these arms and stuff, you know, so I can explain that a little bit. Yeah, I'd like that. But we do have another meeting that's about to start, so... And the door to this room swings open, and golden light pours through the doorway, and an imposing figure stands before all of you. Oh, your milkies taste different. It's, I don't know, sweeter or something? Uh, it tastes a little funny to me. Uh, do, do you want a different one? No, it's okay. It just tastes a little bit funny. Is it good funny or bad funny? Uh, it's just different funny. Either, uh, yeah, I guess it's good. I'm just not used to it. You know, uh, sometimes branching out and trying new things is cool. 
Yeah, yeah, I don't have any problem with that at all. What a- what animal does this come from? The tea? But the milk. The taste different. Good question. I'm assuming a bear? A bear? Nah, I'm just kidding. Uh, oh, okay. A cow. Why would you get milk from a cow? Uh, we just have a surplus of cows over here, and they uh, have a lot of babies, so... It's gross. I don't want to drink this anymore. Like a, like a sea cow? Uh, I don't want to drink milk from a regular cow or a sea cow. What do you drink milk from? Goats, you idiot. Cows. <laughs> we don't have a lot of goats over here. Oh. Yeah, well, they're all over the place. We domesticate them. We keep them in pens. Well, that would make And I sense. peep them, and then I milk them, and it tastes good. Is it true that goats have square pupils? Kinda. You'll have to excuse our friend. He's not from the land. Do they write that on your tombstones or whatever in the ocean? They're not tombstones. Tombstones. No. Just, no. I just want... Is it weird? Does that lore? Is that... Did one guy go up to the ocean or to the sand and then come back yeah, down we and we work say, with merchants. Like, we, we do have contact. I just wasn't... And of all the questions in the world, you decided to ask him, hey, uh, what did goats look like? And he told you, ah, well, they've got big square eyes. I did not get this information myself. This was just something that one of the elders brought up... On a conversation after coming down from the surface. So, you know, you're all sitting around. You know what? I feel lobby? like we're spending too much time on the goat thing. I can assure you, though, cow milk is just as good. Maybe there- try putting some sugar in it. Erson, have you seen a goat yet? I've I, I, I heard it described. I, I didn't oh. have a problem with the flavor, but then it came from a cow. It was really weird. It's already pretty sweet. What do you use cows for, or do you use them at all? We don't have that many up north. It's kind of cold. I don't survive too well. Hmm. Well, uh, this is a different kind of place, and uh, we don't have as many goats here. So, you know, we have more cows, and they're our friends. They're very sweet beings. Tasty, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe that if you killed it, it tastes pretty good. And most things taste pretty good when you kill them. What's the most delicious thing you've had? Probably seal. Hmm. Seal? Yeah. You eat them. It's real soft. That's horrible. Okay. Says the people who drink milk from cows, am I right? Seals nasty. Seals are so so sweet. Also, the cow stays alive when you eat the milk. I'm sure you guys also eat them, like, for the meat. You said that earlier. You said before that you eat them for the meat, too. Yeah, but so do you, right? We don't have cows. We don't really have that many cows. You've never had It's too cold. Not really, no. Waiter? Yeah? Can you get this kid a plate of beef? Sure. He's never had beef, okay? Where's this kid from that weird um yeah i'll I'll be right back i'm not paying for the beef uh i can uh, uh, chip in uh, but i didn't think this order is a, it for think the this kids, is a godwin purchase yeah, rizzo godwin. Uh, it's too late you've already asked him you you've already asked him to bring it it's too late uh, i'll put it under a forlorn aria's name really well beef is pretty good but i try and stay away from meat as much as possible i prefer it chicken i will say snacks. yes I'm chicken, a big snacker. chicken is very good do you have chickens well sometimes we get them but we have to make sure that they're right we, if we get the bad ones they're gonna freeze to death but i need the fluffy ones i, I assume you, you also eat a lot of rabbit sheep oh uh, yes sheep goat they, those are pretty common we eat rabbits if we come across them yeah hmm. i mean we also eat things like mammoth you know it's good because you find it and you feed people for a long time if you can catch it do you Bury all the extra meat under the snow to keep it frozen? Sometimes we have special houses for that. Oh, uh, shit, that's advanced. How often do you guys, you know, take down a mammoth for hunting purposes? 
I don't know. You some sometimes. Like, some. like how often are you guys eating mammoth? Like how many times a year? Well, you do realize I'm six years old, right? Yeah. I don't know. It's too many to count. So a lot. There's a lot of mammoths. Maybe. It's hard to remember that far back. Well, what do I'm you- talking about like or last year or the year before. It's too. I can't remember that far back. Okay, that's fine. I'll <laughs> ask somebody else. What? Do you like? Why do you think a kid's gonna know all about meat and stuff? You seem you like know, a smart little kid, all right. I'm so precocious, I yeah. I thought you would know, like you know. I guess you're just a dumb little kid. But I have my limits. That's not good one. That's not nice. I'm trying to push him into success. All right. I thought it was a simple question. <laughs> that's not how you do it. You don't. Ins- what do oh, you like? Are you educated in raising six-year-olds? I know how not to raise children. I will say from personally being raised by a horrible father but anyway what do you like to do for fun so i think ariston has a secret life we'll touch on that later okay i can hear you both you're sitting right next to me i'll ask you about that later oh my god usually not sit down for a long time well people just sit there and kind of talk around me i'll tell you that much okay i did that a lot when i was a kid oh sorry sometimes grown-ups talk uh what do you want to talk about how do you go to school i don't know i'm kind of excited about when i can eat my pine cone what to put the googly eyes on it. Oh, I thought you said eat your pine I cone. I thought get. you said eat. Okay. Get, that's get. that's normal. That's normal. Yeah. Well, Godwin, you do you do that to pine cones. I do. You should there, there you go. See that's a th- that's a thing. That's that's a bonding thing. Do you have pine cones that represent women who have disappointed you in your life? And there it goes. Uh um, here's your beef plate. Thank you, waiter. You're welcome. Can you put it on Ariston's tab? Thank you. You know I'm not going to do that. Yes, thank you. What if I wink? You just said what you're going to do. It's not going to work. What if I blink? What does that do for him? I don't assume to know. Just uh, for the record, I've been instructed to treat you like a child. <laughs> nice. Any demands you make, I just kind of have to filter through a responsible adult, so... See what you also brought the beef that I ordered. Yeah, that That's his job, Godwin. If you order something, he's gonna bring it to you. Unless it's ridiculous. Do you know who I am? I, I do, do know who you are. And I also know what you've done in this establishment historically. Duly noted. Also, you kinda resigned in disgrace, so <laughs> don't try to pull that card because I think that, that that uh does the opposite of help you actually if you D- say that. double duly noted. <laughs> I got my hand stabbed, alright? It was a rough time. It's like some guy who, like, you know, tries to, like, make the town look like a fool. You know, he's, like, going around robbing places. And he's like, do you know who I am? And everyone's like, yeah, we don't like you. <laughs> and then, and then. You're saying that's no, me? No, I'm just saying it's, like, almost like the same thing, you know? I feel like you're alluding to the fact that that's me. No, no, no. You're two, totally two different people, but I'm saying, like, it's a similar situation. Do you get it? Young man, this cow tastes like sick, sick seal, like a seal with the flu. Ah, yeah. Um, maybe you could try and see if it, you know, good or bad. It's in my mouth right now. And that's how it tastes. Oh, no. If taste. you don't like it, then I'll eat it. Gee. Thank you so much for listening to Swallows of the South. It means so much to me. And if you'd like to get in contact with the show. You can feel free to do that on Gmail at swallowsofthesouth at gmail.com, on Twitter at swallowsofsouth, on Tumblr and Google Plus at swallowsofthesouth. Also, a reminder that our theme music is new by Elvis Herod, and I'll see you next Tuesday.